0: Fearscape Media Network, exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Fearscape Media Network is your new home for everything weird and enlightening. Check out podcasts and YouTube shows covering content from discussions on horror films to the paranormal to meditation. Find out more at fearscapemedia.com. Thank you for tuning in to Fearscape Paranormal Podcast. We are on a journey to understand and to discover the phenomena that seems to exist all around the globe. We invite you to join us on this journey into the unknown. So, uh, Fearscape Paranormal Podcast here on the Fearscape Media Network. Tonight, I am your only host again, Mr. Stefan Gearhart, as, uh, we're just throwing together a little something special, as we promised for the month of December. Uh, even though we're taking off the month for regular episodes, we had a few things in the bag that we wanted to share with you. Uh, this is one of those things. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I got approached at the place that I work, uh, Word got out, of course, as it does, that I host a paranormal podcast, and uh, I was approached by a woman at my work um, that said she had an incredible story that she would like to share with me one day if if she didn't, uh, if if I didn't mind meeting at lunch. And so I thought, yeah, that's a great idea. We've got plenty of time. We can meet at lunch. And uh, she allowed me to record uh, her story here. It's it's quite a fascinating tale. I got to tell you what. Um, I was pretty blown away uh, by a lot of this, uh, as well as the conversation that her and I had afterwards. And you know, and here again is someone who feels pretty alone in this. Uh, and as we know, our listeners know, uh, a lot of you out there have had similar experiences. Of course, similar but different. Or some of you maybe have had the same experience. Uh, I'd sure like to know, and I know Carla would love to have. Some, uh, you know, some other folks share in their story, especially if it's similarly uh, identical to hers. Anyways, uh, get your ears together and uh, get ready to listen to uh, Carla Robinson's encounter from the Fearscape.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want questions because if I just explain it, it just sounds pretty. So I'm going to kind of start the night before. The night before, um, I'm pretty young at this time. So this happened about almost 30 years ago. So my oldest son, I left him at my sister's house, just a couple blocks from me, because I had friends coming over, and they're guy friends, and they make incense and stuff like that. I didn't want my son to be up, because I knew we were going to be in the living room. That's <laughs> when he slept. You stay here. Yeah. You do this. So, I'm friends with the brother. Come to find out we're dating. I didn't know we were dating. <laughs> Come to find out we're dating. And because, you know, he was, he's uh, Muslim. Mm-hmm. So, they, they're different than we are. I didn't know we are dating we were dating. and He didn't tell me. But uh, I kind of got a clue. Because every time he came over, he would, like, bring his brothers. When they're dating you, they can't see you alone. They have to be mm. with Right. So, I didn't put two together. I'm a kid, you know. Yeah. yeah I'm 20-something. Yeah. So... This one particular night, his brothers left. He sent his brothers out to start, because they sell incense and all that stuff. He yeah. sent them out first, and he's coming. So about a few minutes later, he's going to go. So he came to me, and he handed me a piece of paper, and he runs out the door. I look at it. I look up. He's gone. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I said, okay. So I go look, at, I read it. It's a marriage proposal. <laughs> it's like...
0: It's like the playground all over again. <laughs> Do you like me? Check yes or no.
1: I was like, so I said, "Well, you probably serious. I'm gonna take it. See, I don't want to just." So I read and I thought about it, and I, 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 I. so he had given me a, a, the day before, a couple days before, he gave me a Quran to read. I already had my own Bible, and he bought this huge book called Religions of the World. And so I was reading it, because, you know, I already read my Bible, I already read the Quran mm-hmm. as much as I wanted to read it, because I'm like, oh mm, this sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I put on my, like, I already got my Bible, I don't need it too long. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm reading, I'm studying, right, so I'm, I'm at this time I'm kind of poor, I'm a young single parent, I don't have a real desk, I'm kind of like sitting on something, I was uncomfortable. Yeah. But before I move, so I'm sitting there, it's like, 5.30, 6 a.m. It's in California. It's still dark outside. I'm an early riser. I get to work at 4 o'clock. Crazy. Here. Hmm. Anyway. Oh. I know. We start at 5, but I get here at 4. Anxiety. It's a long story. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so um I'm an early riser. I'm up. I'm studying. My son's gone. I'm like, yeah. Get my coffee. Enjoy my morning. So I'm reading, and the pages of the book f- starts turning. So no. I think I think it's the window. Right. So I get up, I didn't feel a breeze, so I get up and I close the window. Sit back down and the pages start turning again. I'm like But I'm like, wait, don't be afraid because do demons read the Bible? They probably do, but I'm young and stupid. Right, I'm right. thinking it's an angel because right. the devil be pointing out the scriptures. Right. I said, okay, so I'm reading. I said, wait a minute, this might take a long time. Let me go get comfortable. So I grab the book, the books, and I go sit on my bed. I don't have a headboard. I said, I'm poor. So I sit back on my head, my back against the wall, feet out like this, Bible on my lap, the book, the World Religions here. I remember I can still see yes. all of this. I can still see the light in the room and everything. It's crazy. So I'm reading. So the pages are flipping. And I'm reading to the bottom of the page and I'm thinking I'm trying to see, what are you telling me what are you pointing to me so I'm contemplating I'm thinking like I ain't getting anything yet so I read some more and then I look up again this time when I look up to contemplate I'm looking straight ahead the room goes dark oh my gosh the lights went out I'm poor my electricity went right, out I, I know that <laughs> so I look outside what do you do you look outside to make sure all the neighbors <laughs> lights are on right so I look outside and it's dark outside I was okay the whole neighborhood I said but wait a minute there's no street light That's supposed to be not. it's not even a street light it's like a, a light in the apartments behind me they had like a little mm-hmm. you know like the little street lights back in the yeah yeah just to kind of the old me. days you know? <laughs> right so I don't see that so I said okay I'm going to look in the living room small apartment and from my bed I can see the living room there's no door right one room apartment. So I looked to the living room to see if I could see the street light coming through the living room window from the park. It shining on the wall. Like, you know, it's just something that happens. Yeah. I don't see the light. Oh my god. So I said, okay, I'm just going to, maybe I can't see because my eyes need to focus. I said, I'm going right. to focus until the light comes through. The light still doesn't come through. I'm like, that's okay. So while I'm looking here trying to see the light from the street, I see something, a little pin light, like, up here. So I said, okay. I said, I'm going to focus on this light and see what's around it. Is it a street light? Is it a car? What is it? Is it a house? You know, right? And nothing is around the light. So I'm looking and looking. And then I realized, I say, excuse my language, I said, oh, shit! I'm outside! (laughs) I'm outside. Back then, I I cussed, so... I'm, I'm effing outside, and I'm scared again, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's too late now, because wherever you're going, you're already on your way there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop it, right? So I'm still looking towards the light. So I'm looking at the light, and it's still very small, I'm really far away. And it's, I mean, I'm sort of getting closer. It's getting bigger. It's not, really. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still like a drop of blood, whatever. It's right. very small. So I said, aha! Let me look and see what the earth looks like. Yeah. So, because you know, right? You all mm-hmm. want to know that. So I look down. And the first thing I say is, oh my God, why are they lying to us? I don't see a blue marble. Mm. I see a flat, dirty, it's earth. It's a it's a big clump of clay that's flat. And it's brown, it's the color of dirt. I see what looks like mountains on the edge, sort of. I don't see the whole thing, because I guess where I'm at, I'm not high enough to see the whole thing, so I'm only seeing like about this much of it. Yeah, it's almost like that traditional
0: image with the turtle, where it sits on the turtle's back. I I have no idea what
1: you're... (laughs) Be, oh, yeah. it's an
0: it's an old I don't know what culture it is, but they used to believe that the world sat on the back of a giant turtle. Oh, okay. And so it yeah. was a disc and oh. the disc and it did it had mountains around the edges and things like that. So Okay, so yeah. that's what I
1: saw, right? And then I saw like there was no blue water, there was no marble. There was no blue. Everything was brown and there were like black lines I'm thinking lakes, oceans, rivers, I don't know It is brown and black, that's all I see So I can't look too long This all happened in a matter of seconds, right So while I'm looking And saying, I can't wait to go back And tell everybody, right So I have to look back, I want to look and see But the longer I look this way I can feel my Trajectory uh, Diminishing so now I'm like about to fall out of the wherever I'm at. And I'm like, oh, I get scared again. And I turn back around. I'm like, okay. So when I turn back around, I can feel it speeding back up. And now I'm going towards the light again. So I get closer to the light, closer to the light. And bam, I'm in the light, just floating in the light. It's beautiful. It feels like love. All I can tell you, I can just feel love. And it's going through my pores. It's like... I'm not a real person, but you can feel everything. I can feel the love just shooting through my body, my pores, and I was like, oh my god, this is so wonderful. I I I want to live there forever. But then reality kicks in. So I hear something. So then when I hear something, it comes from up, like up to the top right of me. It's very high wherever it's at. But I hear something, so I, my attention turns that way. It's still very light. The love is still around, but it's, it's, I'm starting to see atmosphere. So it's like fading like mm-hmm. mist, and now I'm in a big, giant, I'm going to say room. I don't want to say aircraft, because yeah. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. I remember seeing it was a big room. I'm still floating in the air, so I'm not standing on anything yet. And the voice tells me to come to where they are. And I said, I can't because I can't feel the floor.
0: You got nothing to move on.
1: Right. Right. And it's it's like, okay, just wait. And the more I look at the floor, just looking at it, I can feel something come under my feet. Mm. I never see anything. Right. It's still black and nothing down there, but I can feel my feet now. So I walk to the voice. I don't recall seeing anything. I probably did, but I probably blocked it out by now. But I do know it was very it was high up and it wasn't a speaker, I'm speaking to a very tall person. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Wait, I'll skip the part. So I'm hearing some mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. open oh, sound. Off. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Charlie Brown Exactly, yeah. Right. So I'm like, I'm listening. I don't understand. And then something in my head says, relax and remember. Hmm. So I relax. And I guess I remember, because I can start understanding what they're saying. So uh, then I walk over to them, because they're telling me to come over there, and it looks like he has something. All I remember seeing is, like, a big cabinet space. I'm pretty sure there probably was things on it, but, like I said, it's gone. I just see this in front of me, and there's something up here, like... I just say shelving you this yeah. above me. I don't know what it is. I just know there's something here, something there, empty space in between. And he's, I'm here, and the person I'm talking to is standing here now at this point. And this was a many years ago. I didn't know what a laptop was, but I guess they opened up a laptop. Now that I'm in retrospect. Yeah. It looks like they opened a laptop. And I thought, oh, my God, this is God, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, I've got so many questions. And why do babies die? Why do we have to die? Why did you die? You know, all the questions. And he answered every question. He was very patient. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go back to the, are you, oh, my God, is this God? His answer was, <laughs> 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 that's not funny. <laughs> but that was his answer to me. I don't know what that means. I'm just telling you that was the answer. Mm -hmm. I don't try to interpret none of this, because I I don't. I'm just going to tell you my experience. All right, so so I get to him, and I'm talking, asking all the questions, babies, and you, and why you die, and why is there war, and why are we my people so, you know? And he answered all my questions. Everything has to be this way, and he showed me things on the laptop. I didn't know what it was at the time. He showed me things on the laptop of why we had to go through what we're going through. But there's good news. We're going to be okay. We're going to win. The, we still win the war, <laughs> right? So there's great news there. So I'm asking questions, questions, questions. And then something happens. I guess I'm missing a bunch of time because the next thing I you know I'm staying there again, but I know time passed. I can feel it in my soul that. And so I'm asking stupid questions. Why do giraffes have knots in their head? That's not important, <laughs> right? right? So he's like, okay, Time for you to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, wait. I'm trying to hold on to air. I'm like, wait, wait. I can feel myself forgetting. Uh, how am I going to remember this? I can feel myself forgetting already. Is what I'm telling because I can feel my I can feel it sucking out of my head. And I was so sad, but happy at the same time. And his answer to me was, just remember. Exact words. Just remember. Love is the key. And then I was gone. I didn't leave the same way I came. I left a whole lot faster. As soon as he said that, I could feel myself. I actually backed out. I didn't like turn around and right, right, (laughs) right. And then this is what I. After he said that, I got sucked out. And then this is what I remember. My turn. I was sitting on my bed, books right here. This is what I remember. I look around. I'm in my room. I look around, look,
0: ah! I'm surprised there wasn't a bounce. Like
1: I just felt my heart and my everything come back into my body and me breathe back. And I look around. Maybe it was no bounce because I'm on a bed. I don't know. <laughs> it probably did bounce, but who knows? You know what I'm yeah, yeah. saying? I'm on a bed, and um, I called my best friend first. I say, "Okay, who can I tell this to?" My family's a bunch of sinners, they're not going to get any of this. My best friend, they've been in church all her life. I call my best friend. And that's about 7 p.m. I call her. What are you doing? You're trying to be all calm. What you doing? Oh, I'm just chilling. What's up? I'm like, girl, and I tell her the story, right? She listens through the whole entire thing. And then at the end, she says, got to her, you know what, what the message was. Love is the key. She saying, well, that's not true. I said, oh, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And I hang up the phone. <laughs> right? I hang up the phone. That was the end of that conversation. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, no. I know what I just went through. And this is God. And that is the truth. You said, So, wrong. so I, I said, I can't be my best friend. hang up the phone. So I, now I'm sitting there. If I can't tell her, who can I tell? So for years, 20 years, I keep this all inside. Yeah. I leave. I go walk. And I go pick up my son. I walk. And I'm looking. You know, now you look at Look in the sky, right? And I just can't tell anyone. Every now and then, I feel the urge to share it with someone. I don't go into too much detail Mm -hmm. because people think you're crazy. I don't believe in aliens. I have never believed in aliens. I never thought about the world being flat around before this. It never was an issue with me. This is just something that happened to me. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm like, all I do is watch Alien shows and yeah. trying to find some like experience. Nobody's experience is like mine. Everybody talking about little green aliens um, and blah, not blah, necessarily. Blah. So
0: there's some markers that are pretty common. Oh really? Um, do you do you know much about astral travel? Not really. I'm so a lucid dreamer. That you can astral travel when you lucid dream. Essentially, your soul detaches from your body mm-hmm. and can travel. Right, okay. it's called astral travel. Okay. Um, it, it can never be separated. There's essentially like a rubber band that can mm-hmm. always snap mm-hmm. you back. Which okay. is interesting that you mentioned the snap back because okay. that's a common thing in astral travel, okay. um, and that's what it kind of sounds like to me is some astral travel. Um, it's kind of uh, taking your soul or your consciousness and, and taking it. And then you uh, see things differently because you're not on our plane. You're on what's called the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's different. It's a different world. Plus, oh, you're using, absolutely different. You're using your soul eyes, your astral body right. eyes. Right. The same thing when you hear people say, oh, I saw my body. I was mm-hmm. floating above it. That's because their astral body floating out some people do it accidentally mm-hmm. some people train and learn how to do it mm-hmm. they can travel and and things like that supposedly mm-hmm. um but the other thing is that i found was interesting is you talked about someone who's very very tall that's a common thing as well mm-hmm. um if it is on the side of an alien encounter which is not mm-hmm. necessarily true or it yeah. is oh, i mean it could be. i'm
1: just saying i don't, don't, don't know there's because no
0: 100 on yeah. anything um and so people also believe that we show ourselves in terms of our souls how we want to be seen Mm -hmm. and astral bodies are the same way so you know could be the person you were seeing wanted to show Mm -hmm. themselves to you as someone who was larger than Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. this that this that Mm -hmm. and i laughed when you said are you god and and they laughed because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of ancient traditions and things like that Mm -hmm. that of course these beings come from the stars Mm -hmm. or things like that that Mm -hmm. they don't consider themselves gods Mm -hmm. but people culture have always considered it that's i mean even judaism and christianity right, are I all understand. rooted in sumerian some, culture right, right. And,
1: the anunnaki's all Oh, and, yes right.
0: and, and enki and, and enlil and, and right. things um, like that yeah. mm-hmm. uh, l mm-hmm. uh, there's so much based uh-huh. in that yeah. yeah and so you know there's there's so much that, that and in a way god would even if it's it's like our god that we know mhm I feel like he would still be like, you know, right. you, you call me, like, me yeah, you know. who
1: else do you think this right. is? Right.
0: <laughs> so there's all, co- I mean, and, and like I said, there's markers that the way that you traveled is there's a, um, I can't think of his name, but there was the guy, he was, I think he was Swedish. Mm-hmm. It was like in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. And he had, um, accidentally stumbled upon transcendental meditation and mm-hmm. astral travel, Before it really hit the West. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has a lot of stories of him traveling through the stars Mm -hmm. uh, with his astral body and meeting these beings that were Christians and and things like that. even had a church, and I believe it's still technically a protestant church Mm -hmm. um that exists i think it's a small denomination out of maybe 150 people but at one point it was like the fourth or fifth largest for like 25 years or something in the late 1800s or something i'll send you the guy's name but it's a really interesting story and there's some similarities there Mm -hmm. um but yeah you coming back to your body and opening up whoa you know that's part of that
1: I would say 10, 12 hours later.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, missing time is a common thing. That's another factor. But I'm still
1: sitting up in bed, right? Because, yeah. I mean, if I'm sleeping dreaming, who sits up for 12 hours of dreams sitting right? up? Because there's
0: So if we, if we look at alien encounters, if that's what we want to look at, let's mm-hmm. look through that lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the universe is too big for it to be one species, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there are many different encounters. Mm-hmm. And if you look back at the past of abductions and encounters and things like that, mm-hmm. there are different races, different mm-hmm. things. Um, and there are many people that believe that the encounters hap- happen via our consciousness. Mm-hmm. So they speak telepathically. They take our astral bodies. That's how we interact. That's how we talk. That's why mm-hmm. we usually end up in the same place where we were. Mm-hmm. We're like, whoa. And then mm-hmm. there's actual abductions where they end up somewhere yeah, else. They've right, been missing right. for two days. That's something that happened right. to me when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I ended up eight miles away from my house. Two days. Miles? Yeah, my sister and I both. And I had always thought it was a dream, the things that had happened. And then a couple of years back, I kind of brought it up to my sister about this crazy... She's like... And she finished the story. And I was like, holy shit. So we talked to my mom, and my mom starts crying. Her and my dad had been recently divorced, so she didn't tell my dad about it. Like, she was literally about to call the police when the guy that the house that we found in the woods the guy called like it's crazy we were eight miles across the i used to live in toledo ohio we were across the what? michigan border eight miles. yeah so it's crazy and i'm learning more i just did a hypnotherapy session where i learned a lot more about it
1: but oh, yeah, did tell me that i'm a little scared of that yeah. too i'm thinking about it though because i need to know that's a lot of information and i know i asked a lot of questions and i know he answered my yeah. questions
0: and that's honestly too the love it, um, there are a number of these benevolent beings that do. They want to push love. There's a guy named Dr. Stephen Greer. He actually lives here I in know Phoenix. that person. Yeah, so... Uh, I, he's I don't know being, him, but... He's I... becoming a cult leader in my mind. <laughs> but his whole he focus... Yeah, he's actually from Arizona. Oh, yeah. um, his whole focus is the benevolent side of things that they're okay. here to teach us love mm-hmm. and to show us love. And we need to stop looking at things as threats and, and things like that. So you can see how it's slowly turning into mm-hmm. a cult mm-hmm. and I'm starting right, to kind right. of be wary of him, but his right. message is still sound yeah. and he has right. events, um, and and it is about that it's about making contact and and finding peace and joy and love and meditation and and things like that it's really interesting um but yeah you're not alone um there are similar things and the way that people see the world is different um and there's a reason for it it doesn't necessarily mean that's what the world looks like it could be that's what they wanted to show you for some reason that there's still maybe something you need to learn there's also theories out there about different spheres uh, there's the noosphere, the biosphere, the metasphere, these things that the exist, uh, you know, that go out and they are different stages of consciousness uh-huh. that the earth and the I universe has uh-huh. and things like that. And so uh-huh. we see things differently through yeah, those right, as well. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I have felt that light, that that love mm-hmm, pouring out of you. Mm-hmm. I've had experiences like that. What? I know that.
1: I mean, who can make this up? Uh, it's insane. Uh, right?
0: Um, like how good it feels. It, and, it was I didn't want to leave. Um, and I, use, I actually use that when I have hard days. I kind oh, of meditate and think
1: back yeah. to how that made my body feel yeah. or in my mind. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I can share that with yeah. you. And so I even had a dream. So this dream wasn't a normal dream. So I'm, that's why I'm going to tell you Because <laughs> uh, I have dreams all the time. Right? So I'm a lucid yeah, I'm dreamer. A, a but this dream dreamer. was very different. So I, it started with me up in the sky coming down and I, le- I kind of like float and I land on my feet and I'm in this park standing next to the street light and you know how like parking lots have these little islands and there's a streetlight, right mm-hmm. so I'm standing on the island by the pole, by the streetlight. but I hear music and so my family and friends are all at the park across the street barbecuing and I can hear the music, dominoes on the table you know kids laughing and playing I can actually see the smoke from the barbecue coming. I don't see any people. I don't even see myself. I don't remember seeing like, my feet <laughs> in yeah. the grass. I don't see people. So I'm standing there apart from everyone else. I didn't want to be part of that. So I'm standing there. And, nah, 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 nah. and then I look up. Because I always look up.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. I, I, I,
1: every, at the end of all my shows, I say, keep your eyes to the skies. I look up. up and there's clouds and they're moving, they're moving like a, like a small, a slight breeze they're kind of moving a little bit and in between the clouds and the spaces I see something and I look and whatever it is it's big so I think it's the face of God it's what I rec- I recognize to be but the only part I see is like this part I don't see eyes I don't see color I don't see like size of nose I don't see anything but I know it's a face yeah So I'm looking, and I said, "Ooh, we're in trouble." (laughs) He's been watching all along. That's what I say, right? So I'm I'm looking at that. Then the way i can feel the wind like getting stronger. So it's now getting the, the clouds are gray. It's windier, and. I'm like, hey, you guys, I think we should go inside. Because I said, don't you guys see all this wind? And the (laughs) sun is gone, and they're still partying. And uh, I'm like, hey, you guys. So I'm like, do you guys see this? Now it's like really windy. My niece, I recognize my niece, she said, yeah, auntie, I see it. So she comes. She got two little kids. At the time, she only had two kids. But when she came, she had two kids and a baby. She now had three kids, but at the time she only had two, right? And so I said, I think we should go in. She said, yeah, I believe, I think you're right. So we cross the street. We go up a hill to my house. My house is on a hill. So we're fighting through the wind. We get, I got two little kids in my hands. So we're dragged, she got the baby, and we're struggling up the hill. We get all the way to the door. We're about to go in. I put the little, the two ones that I have inside. And I go back to her. I'm like, come in, I'm trying to push her in. She's like, no, Auntie. I can't go in, take the baby. She gives me the baby. And the baby said, I gotta go back. I'm like, no, it's too late, don't go back. So like, I gotta go back and try to say I'm like, no, it's too late. But she's determined to go down the hill. I'm not stopping her. I'm going in the house with the babies. I go inside and I shut the door. It was hard to shut the door, but I get the door shut. And I go, I put them on, it's really, I got a picnic table in my kitchen. I sit, one kid on one side, another kid on the other side, the baby on top of the table. I turn around, the window's here in the kitchen. I close the curtain, because outside the window, you can see destruction. I didn't want the babies to see that, because their mom is out there, right? So I close the curtain. They're like, but my mom is out there. I said, I know, baby, but it's too late, because she wanted to go back and help anyone, help everyone else, and I just pull the lid off a pot, and I stir some stew, and I start fitting the kids stew. And that's the end of the story. Mm. Interesting. So I have no idea what it means. That's just a story. Yeah,
0: so there's a couple things like that and your previous story that, that stand out to me is this wanting to do right for yourself and others. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about the previous story is it's interesting that when, the, when this happened, you were learning about another religion and other religions, all of these different things, mm-hmm. to essentially meet some sort of spirit guide or spirit or angel or something that mm-hmm. says love is the most important right. and so in a sense it's almost as if you were being taught that love is what is the most important and that why you feel that need to share with just certain folks mm-hmm. is because they're the ones that need to hear it at that time mm-hmm. right you know and that need to help when people need help mm-hmm. and to stay strong is, is what i gather from that and, and, and you know and we can say well is that our mind or is it an actual spirit or a
1: thing or what does it matter? It doesn't. Right. But it makes sense because I, I'm i a little confused, not as much as, as I was at that time because I was so young. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much coming at me. My mom was a Jehovah Witness. Um, I was raised Baptist. Mm-hmm. My best friend is seventh day. At, you know what I'm saying? I, I, There's I, I just so much that, going yeah. on. I'm like, I don't know. I just want the truth. I just want the truth. Yep. And that's how I ended up <laughs> where I ended up. That's I ended up. Wow, thank
0: you, Carla, so much for taking the time to share that story, not only with me, but giving me permission to share that with our audience. I know that there are people out there that are listening that that might have given them some comfort to know that they're not alone out there. Uh, So again, uh, if you're listening here, whether it's on YouTube uh, or wherever, uh, especially if you're on our social media, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, hit us up, you know, let us know about your story. And, and as always, you can go to fearscapepodcast.com and submit a sighting uh, or, you know, uh, whatever there to share your own experience, uh, your own encounter from the fearscape, uh, or simply just give some words of advice or, or uh, share your own story with Carla. Anyways, we would love to hear that. And uh, man, we miss you guys. We cannot wait for January. I just want to remind you guys of the powerhouse Uh, Season premiere we've got coming in January Of the Rendlesham Forest incident Uh, One of the most famous UFO stories in the books uh, Especially with those folks that are still alive It's going to be pretty fantastic And I can't wait for you guys to hear that Uh, Other than that, uh, we will be back again Probably with another uh, bonus episode or two Uh, I know the Jersey Devil's got one cooked up for you That I think is going to be pretty awesome Uh, So be on the lookout for that uh, but other than that, happy holidays to everybody that celebrates and uh, all that jazz. And uh, just a reminder, uh, this has been Stefan. Keep your eyes to the skies. And thank you guys so much for listening to Fearscape Paranormal Podcast here on the Fearscape Media Network. And uh, remember, folks, hold those blankets extra tight. Things tend to get spooky when you're listening to Fearscape. Good night, everybody. We hope you have enjoyed this guidepost on the road of high strangeness with us. And we thank you, as always, for listening and joining our caravan to the weird and unknown. Please consider supporting us as we continue our journey to find the answers we all seek. FearscapePodcast.com forward slash support.